Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high-value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey, and in today's episode, I'll be getting to know Wendy Weiss, who is known as the Queen of Cold Calling. She's an author, speaker, sales trainer, and sales coach, and is recognized as one of the leading authorities on lead generation, cold calling, and new business development. So, Wendy, hello, and a very warm welcome to today's episode. Well, thank you for inviting me to be here. I really appreciate you coming along. And just out of interest for the listeners, whereabouts are you in the world right now? I'm in New York City. Amazing, incredible, fantastic. And I just want to share a little bit more about you before we do get started. So Wendy has been featured in the New York Times, Business Week, Entrepreneur Magazine, Selling Power, Forbes, and is also the author of Cold Calling for Women and the Sales Winners Handbook. The title for today's episode is A Simple Three-Step Method to Increase Appointments and Sales. And Wendy's going to show us how to do that in just seven minutes. So question number one today is, who are your ideal clients? Who is our ideal clients? Entrepreneurs, business owners, consultants, people that need to build a pipeline of opportunities and find more clients and people that are sick of the frustration, uh, the boom and bust, never knowing where the next client is going to be coming from. Absolutely. I'm sure lots of people can resonate with that already. So what would you say is typically the biggest challenge that your clients face before they work with you? Well, it is it is that boom and bust. It's, you know, where where is my next client coming from? Um, where am I going to find them? What am I going to do? How am I going to do it? And, you know, we we teach a very simple three step method uh, to uh, prospect that on average, we increase qualified appointments and sales by 73 percent incredible and i can't wait to find out more about that in just a minute so i guess business owners that aren't doing this aren't doing what you're recommended what impact does that typically have on either them as a business owner or their business oh man it is so stressful not to know where your next client is coming from you can't plan anything uh you just trying out things uh, does this work no does this work no you there, no system can i take a vacation this year i don't know no. <laughs> um, so it's yeah. it's it's not a good position to be in no stressful and may end up causing the business owner to to second guess whether or not they should be in business potentially as well exactly so if there is somebody listening who is connecting to this message what's that one piece of advice that you'd give them all the three steps that you'd help them solve that problem? Well, my first career, I was never supposed to be a sales trainer. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to be a ballerina. Okay. And my first career actually was I danced in a ballet company. I danced with Pittsburgh Ballet Theater. I danced with the Cincinnati Ballet. And I actually believe that everything I know in life and in business, I learned in ballet class. And what I learned in ballet class was three steps. First, when you're a dancer, you warm up. You have to stretch out, loosen up, get set up to do what you need to do so that you don't hurt yourself, so that you don't have a career ending injury. Mm -hmm. 
And then when you're, if you're a dancer and you have a, a performance coming out, you don't just run out on stage and start dancing. Uh-huh. You rehearse, you practice for months. Elite athletes do the same thing. They don't just run out on the field and play the game. They warm up and they practice. And then um, once you have done those two things, that is what enables the performance. I see. And so what I see with so many business owners is they just jump to the performance, which is the selling process. You know, there is a myth of the born salesperson that somehow there are these people out there that are born knowing what to do and knowing what to say. This is a myth. Yeah, of course. And so what you have to do, if you are struggling, you have to put the pieces in place. You have to do your warm up Mm -hmm. so that you are prepared. You have to rehearse. You have to practice. You have to learn the skill set so you get the muscle memory so that you can then execute. That's what enables the performance. Got it. Love it. Sounds so simple. And thanks so much for sharing that. And I also want to know as well, what could you offer to people if they want to find out more, get started or or dive into the content? Is there anything that you could offer them today? Absolutely. Well, we have two gifts actually for everyone that's watching. And um, the first one is the cold calling survival guide. It's a downloadable guide uh, that The subtitle is Start Setting Appointments in the Next 24 Hours. And then the other gift is the Business Owner's Guide to Scheduling More Qualified Appointments When Their Prospects Are All Completely Freaking Out. And uh, so those are uh, 12 actionable steps that you can take right away to generate new business. It was written for the times that we live in fantastic and i've got the url for those gifts so i'll put them in the show notes you can click on that and they can download them right away the next question for me is more about yourself obviously you've had a a journey in in business so what would you say is one of your greatest either learnings or mistakes that you've made along the way and what did you learn from it well i'm gonna go back to my experiences as, as a dancer yes and one of the things that i learned in in ballet class and You have to remember, dancers are very young. We start our professional careers 15, 16. I started dancing with Pittsburgh Ballet Theater when I was about 15. Um, And your career lasts until maybe you're 30, 35. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I was uh, a young dancer, uh, I think I, I stopped myself a lot because ballet is about being perfect. And of course, nobody can be perfect. And so I was always thinking that I needed to be perfect in order to do things. And I would stop myself. And luckily, I had teachers and coaches that sort of dragged me along. And I was able to have my professional career. But in looking back, I recognize how much I stopped myself. Um, And I see that in my clients people that are smart and capable and really know their stuff. And then when it comes to selling, they go, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, you can. Yeah. Because it's a, not an intuitive skill. Mm-hmm. It is a learned skill. I was really lucky somebody taught me. <laughs> so yeah. if you're struggling, the really good news is you can learn this skill. Right. And, and I guess like you in, in ballet school, it's great to have that coach, mentor or somebody who can help push you along that way as well and give you that advice and feedback you need. 
Absolutely. So the last question from me today then is, what is the one question I should have asked you today that will also bring some great value to our audience? Well, the question you should have asked me was how to do 32 fuetes on stage. Fantastic. Can you tell us that in 60 <laughs> I will tell you about 32 fuetes on stage. When you are a dancer, if you are a ballet dancer, in the uh, last act of the great classic ballets, like Giselle, like Swan Lake, mm. like Nutcracker, there's yeah. always a duet for the two principal dancers. And this is called the Grand Pas de Deux. And as part of the Grand Pas de Deux, the ballerina must perform 32 fouettes. Uh-huh. A fouette is a turn on one leg. You turn all the mm-hmm. way around. You do not put your other leg down. So you're going to turn around 32 times in a row on one leg without putting the other leg down. You're on, your, you're on point. You're on your toes. Yeah. So you're going to turn around 32 times in a row without putting the other leg down on your toes. You're mm-hmm. not supposed to move from the spot on the floor where you start. Yeah. And your audience counts. Wow. So this is how you learn how to do 32 fuetes. It is the common wisdom that in order to nail 32 fuetes, you need to be able to do 64 in class. So that's 64 turns on one leg in a row without putting your other leg down on your toes without moving from the spot on the floor where you start. You spread out in the dance studio. You start doing fuetes. You fall down. You get up. You do it again. You fall down. You get up. You do it again, but what happens over time, you work with your teacher, you keep practicing, and you know what? Over time, you can do it. 64 turns on one leg in a row without putting the other leg down on your toes without moving from the spot on the floor where you start, which means you can go out on stage every single night, nail 32. Piece of cake. Exactly. This sounds crazy, and it sounds really hard. I know. It is hard. But ballet has a tried and true methodology for teaching dancers to do this. Uh And if you are a business owner and you are struggling, find yourself a teacher, a coach. There are tried and true methodologies. We We teach a tried and true methodology for prospecting and setting more qualified appointments. So find yourself a teacher, a coach. You can learn how to do this, and it will not take you as long as it took me to learn how to do 64 fuetes. Fantastic. Completely learnable skill. And like I say, once you're out there on stage, it's so easy to do 32 because you can do 64 back in the studio. Back in the studio every day. Every day. I love it. Thank you so much for that final story and advice. Um, Very much appreciated. And also thank you for your time today and for sharing such great value with our audience. Yeah.